I say, shall we say maybe actually just a couple of um, points about what we're doing here for those that may uh, be joining us for the first day, for the first time rather today, and why we're here and what we're talking about. Great, take us through. Brilliant. So what we are doing here is really very much leaving our living room door open, as I, as I really like saying it, and I'm never bored in saying, you may be bored actually hearing me saying it, but anyway, and Constance is a person that I, I really, really love talking about, uh, or talking with. Um, oh my God, you can tell actually that I'm all over the place today. I will get, I will get into it. I'll get into it. Just bear with me. Bear it's with a me. Monday. It's a Monday. Exactly. This is what we'll be saying. No, but bear with me. So you are a person actually that I really, really love talking with. And I thought we are talking, we're talking often, we're talking about interesting or at least interesting to us subjects we're talking a lot around uh, our experiences at work we're exchanging a lot of stories a lot of thoughts a lot of feedback for things that are happening actually at work so we thought why not actually taking all of this conversation online and inviting people to come join us so we can all open up share and connect through our conversations yeah sounds good i agree i agree <laughs> i totally agree Perfect. It's uh, always nice talking to you. We always have uh, great ways of exchanging, interacting, sharing, uh, disagreeing, disagreeing uh, <laughs> and then sometimes end up agreeing and then disagreeing. <laughs> we Again. can find ourselves being uh, convinced by each other's arguments and then finding each other on the opposite side. <laughs> but um, it's uh, no, it's great, and uh, for me, it's interesting because every time we look into another topic, and it makes us think a little bit, uh, revisit some uh, experiences that we have had on that topic, and uh, also discuss about. Yes, exactly. And I think today's topic we were both very, very excited about, and we kept saying yes. to each other, "Oh my God, I love this topic." So we today's challenge really for us is to keep. Um, to keep us focused on the three, four angles that we've decided actually we will explore today. And if we feel that there is a lot of conversation going and rich conversation actually happening, we may need to consider a part B of that discussion <laughs> because today's topic is very much around working personalities and uh, what this means for us, or at least what we will explore actually today, is first of all, how important is for us to understand and know what our personality is and, mm -hmm. and personalities in, in a private in private life but also in work life and as you very nicely usually say probably you cannot differentiate the two that easily but we will we will talk about that later then how much the second part is about how much um being aware of others personalities uh, helps helps actually with our work, helps with our collaboration, helps with our delivery, and um, how it is actually to handle difficult, dif different rather personalities and difficult sometimes actually personalities. Um, and I think we will close with the most interesting bit, which is, is there, and I feel actually naturally probably we will conclude in that, is there like a bad or a good personality? Yes. Kind of trying to see if that, if that is valid or not great yeah anything anything from your side i have loads to add but i oh my god you can't <laughs> really start 
I think it's better to start through your first point, which was, um, I think it was about uh, the self-awareness, uh, the, the personality that we as a person need to discover and learn. And then uh, we'll take it from there. Perfect. So why don't you, do you want to start with your, the fav your favorite kind of in a way part of the conversation, which is setting in a way the context or setting the definitions okay. or setting with the, yeah, the framework of what we're discussing. Okay. Um, first of all, I would say this time I, I don't have a definition to bring to the table, but I think it's more about the framework. Mm -hmm. So using a, uh, how do we understand uh, one's personality and the fact that there's a lot of tests mm -hmm. out there that uh, they have uh, helped us uh, identify, um, identify a little bit more our personality or other people. So there is the uh, Meyer uh, Briggs one, there's the, um, the colors one that we talked about uh, that uh, you have done, I hadn't done it. Mm -hmm. um, there is um, there's a few tests here and there. There's the Strength Finder, um, the DISC, uh, some of the known tests that a lot of companies usually do uh, with the, with their with their teams with the, uh, within their employees in order to identify different personality types. And I think it's something that we see a lot a lot more uh, that it's um, it's something that we find companies being interested in and I think the reason is that we see that there are different personalities so let's start it from there I think um, and last time you gave an example uh, and a gener generation example you said oh my dad would not have thought uh, like that about his work the way I think about it and I think again it comes down to that where I think there's a lot of different approaches that we find nowadays uh, in the working environment. And one of them is that there's uh, a lot of different uh, people uh, usually that work together, come together in a working environment and they have to um, coexist and they have to find ways to interact. And so let's start with the first point, which is, us learning about us, us learning about who we are and our personality. Mm -hmm. So I, and it's fascinating because you usually think you know yourself and uh, it really depends on the self-awareness that you have mm -hmm. or you don't have whether it's something that interests you to learn about yourself, discover what are your strengths, discover what are your weaknesses, try to build on both. I think there is arguments uh, throughout this test that uh, it's just as important to build on both. Uh, there might be some tests that would say it's better to invest on, invest on your strengths because you'll never end up uh, becoming better in uh, your weaknesses, but your strengths are the ones you have to put forward and it's worth investing. There's mm -hmm. another approach that's saying uh, by knowing your weaknesses, you can approach them and you can build on them. And mm -hmm. a lot of things that we think that we're born with, actually you learn them. You learn them by identifying yeah. what um, you like. Mm. So I think these tests are fascinating and um, whoever has done one of those tests, I don't know about you, is that uh, at the end of the test when you're reading your results, you feel like, mm. like this big brother moment, like, yes. <laughs> like uh, what happened, like they know me. Um, yeah. 
So for me, it has been, I have felt that with a, a few tests that I have done. And uh, I have found it them very interesting for me to, to get to know me. And, uh, mm -hmm. and something else that I would say, um, it's very important because there's this test and there's this personality uh, part that helps you learn more about yourself. But this mm -hmm. uh, building self-awareness is very important and there's different ways of achieving that. Mm. Um, having feedback. Exactly. exactly. I was about Bram. Yeah, exactly. I was about to say um, Like uh, when you're within a team, for instance, mm. uh, how often do you ask feedback about how you are, how you work with them? Mm. Uh, and uh, I think it's a great ways of, uh, of doing that and developing a little bit more that understanding. Totally, exactly. I guess uh, you're, you're so right, actually. I was about to say exactly that. Um, it's so feedback is so important and it helps our self awareness. I guess the difference between feedback and the test is that the test you're in the safe environment of your own, probably, house, uh, answering your own questions is you answering. So you essentially give your thoughts or opinions on yourself right uh, whereas feedback not every day is a day of feedback and not every day you feel like actually really getting probably constructive feedback or not necessarily the most positive feedback whereas the tests are always framed in a way that make you feel at least positive for yourself because there is no the, the way they the, the way they frame it and the way they package it and very rightly so by the way is um about there's no bad or good personality, it's who you are. So it's back to your point about knowing your strengths and your, not necessarily weaknesses, but knowing who you are essentially. Um, whereas feedback can come packaged in different ways. <laughs> so no, you're not always ready for it essentially. But yeah, you're absolutely right. I, I, it's not just personality tests that make us aware. And I think a lot of those traits that we have within those personality tests or personality revelations, if you want, um, they have two sides of the coin, right? Um, it comes with uh, maybe that exactly trait is the one that has your strength or, and has yes. your weakness at the same time. Of course, of course. I'm thinking of a concrete example. Um, I don't know, maybe uh, someone being uh, uh, very passionate about something, very opinionated and uh, knowing where you're going. At the same time, it could be rather stubborn. Just... Yeah. Uh, I'm making an example, but it could be the same exact trait that could be uh, both both sides of your strength. Exactly, exactly. And actually, also just to build on what you're saying, and the and the other way around. So in a way, you could you could have this one characteristic that you call, let's say, one example that I was thinking the other day is you let's let's call it delivery focused, right? You are delivery focused, or you get satisfaction from delivering your work or from um, succeeding in what you're doing, which on one hand, on if you see it from one kind of side, sounds just brilliant, right? Sounds really positive. It sounds something that can really take you far probably in the business world. Now it's very much, it's very important though to see how this is being expressed and how this is being manifested. Because what, I, what, I, what, I, what I'm trying to say is that it could be the one side of the spectrum, which is very much around ticking the box and say, okay, I did it and I've, I've done it. It's almost like, as, as I call it, the ticket system. You know how um, IT usually, in the IT world, uh -huh. they open a ticket and all they want is 
like crazy to close that ticket. Now, whether you've solved the problem or not is about the ticket being closed. So it could, it's either that end of the spectrum of like, come on, let's tick that box. So it's out of our, out of our kind of to-do list or the other end of the spectrum where someone actually could be really interested in delivering impact and adding value. So something that is the same definition, right? Could have actually probably two different manifestations in different people. So yeah. I the, one of the one of the points I want to make actually here is also it's very important when it comes to tests or any kind of um, self awareness that you do it also with people that could probably guide you through it. Um, and in my 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 old company, uh, we had some um, psychologists actually doing some psychometric um, tests, and um, I had this amazing girl actually that took me through my own personality test and the way she she kind of shed light on the things that I would see in the report really changed the way I would read it. So that's probably something that I want to make as, as a point. It's important also to be guided through these things so you can take the right learnings. Yeah, and uh, something else, uh, because I think it's important to talk about us, but it's important to talk about us with others and how yeah. uh, uh, we work. But I think it's something else that is interesting is that I don't know if personality changes or not, because um, mm. I usually see and I read that it doesn't change. That, um, mm. um, or if we take the example of Carl Jung's archetypes that a lot of them are based on, uh, he was saying that uh, this is something that we're born with and that mm. is a really strong part of our personality. Um, However, it might be interesting that if you take those tests again, that you do end up having different results. So I don't know if it's A, on, because as you said, uh, we do the tests. We do them at a point uh, where we, we take decisions on our actions. So we, we believe that we're, we have uh, done something that way, thus uh, we click that button, or it's because we are at that stage of our lives that we usually do that something very specific or something very characteristic of that personality. So because it has been such a big part of our lives and such a big focus that it might end up appearing that we are that personality, at least at that uh, given times. Right. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, that's very true. Which is actually probably why, if you take the test a few years later, and especially if those years are years where you have changed other roles or seniority or industries or jobs or whatever, you might see different results, right? But yeah, you have no, a, a really nice way possibly. It, uh, about actually. I don't want to just see your phrase. What do you say about personalities? They don't change, but no, I said post. Oh, <laughs> um, they. I think they evolve. Yes, yes, and uh, we like to think that because it's a very positive and constructive way. Sorry, go on, go on. No, because if we think of ourselves as a personality, we have evolved throughout the years because we have. Uh, it's like a linear line. You you have been building on something that already exists. So that's why I also think that when we, if we end up having a test with a different result, it's more of an evolution rather than a pivot, a pivotal change. Beautifully said. I love that. Love that. So we, so we talked a lot, we, a lot, we talked about, we touched on um, self-awareness and knowing yourself. And we, we said there are different ways actually to do that and go deep 
into kind of who you are, how you react. Um, how about actually knowing other personalities, others' personalities? How about actually identifying the people that you work with? And I'm focusing on work because that's the that's the main topic of of, the, of our conversation. How important is it, you reckon, to to know who these other people are from a personality perspective? So I think it's just as important as knowing yourself, right? Mm -hmm. uh, because if you're part of a group, a group is a, um, an or organism. It's a live organism, just as uh, you are, just as it is with... Uh, so you need to know, uh, if you need to know yourself well, in order to improve mm. yourself, in order to know what to do, you need to know also uh, how the group um, is thinking, is acting, and why. And I think um, those personality tests are great for us to get to know ourselves. But it's not just this test, because I also think that the word test is a bit uh, dirty, it's a bit uh, limiting, right? It's... Um, the exploration of the different personality traits or the different personality types, I think it's great because you get to understand that within a group, within a team, you have uh, different personalities. So sometimes you might uh, find yourself that uh, you, know, you have to understand the other personalities just as much as you need to understand your personality in order to work together. And I think that's why it's really great. And, uh, a lot of time we see how they're simplified into uh, different groups. So usually you have four different types or mm. it might be 16 or it might be centralized into four different types. So you understand that they have a different way of thinking, a different way of focus. Mm. And that can help you reach out, whether you're a manager, where you have to understand how to get the best and the most out of your the people in the team, or you're just... Um, in a project with other people, mm. you have to understand really how to make it uh, make each other work better. And also, more importantly, um, you don't want to have the blame game, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's not about the blame. Especially, I guess this is even more so when you're actually a manager, right? It's not about blaming or excluding someone from a team because because of who they are both both a lot of times there's a lot of blaming uh, at the same level as well you know so when you're you lost level, you there for a second people mm. uh, there is also a lot of times that um you, you end up going into the blame game uh, Ah, you mean from a peer's perspective? Sorry, yeah. I lost you for like literally yeah, three seconds yeah. and I think I lost what you... Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay, interesting. Yes, I know what you mean. I, I know what you mean. That is interesting because I guess you cannot, you cannot always help it not put any kind of positive or negative energy to, to the awareness you build on others' personalities. Because I know we, we sound very sober and very diplomatic in the way we talk now. And of course, we actually kind of kind of having a conversation here around personalities, but it's not an easy thing, right? When you're working with someone who is different to you um, and when this different is not necessarily compatible, it can be, can be really difficult. And although we now we say it, we say it easily and sound, we sound really mature in recognizing the difference, recognizing the difference in the heat of the moment or under pressure or yes. when you have to deliver and you feel that this other person doesn't understand you or they don't collaborate the way you want or it doesn't work the way you, you, you wish it, it did. 
it's not easy, is it? So you said something very key that they don't understand you. Mm. Oh, this is how you feel, right? It's, it's almost like you speak a different language, right? Yeah, yes, <laughs> yes, totally. Yes, yes, yes. So it's uh, a tool, a communication tool. What do you mean is a communication tool? Knowing each Knowing. other's personalities, mm -hmm. it's a tool that enables us to communicate better, just like any type of languages. Uh, knowing someone Brilliant. else's language or knowing uh, someone else's uh, culture, knowing someone else's uh, hab habits or the personality, to go back to the example, can help each other communicate better, understand where they're coming from, why they're doing something, why they're saying something. That's a brilliant way of putting it, I think. That's a communications tool. And let's ex explore a bit um, what we mean by communications tool. So I guess you just touched on communicating with someone, let's say on, it sounded to me, for example, on a peer level, right? So you understand where yeah. they're coming from, how they talk, why they say what they say, why they may be a bit aggressive, for example, when you didn't mean it that way. Yeah. Different, different ways, right? How would you see this communication tool working when we're talking about manager and subordinate? Is this how we call it? Manager and subordinate. So I think going back to the traits, the characteristics and the strengths uh, of someone in your team, when you know them well, when you understand them, when you know how you can uh, get the most out of them, uh, it's the best way of communicating. When you know that um, they get their energy from something in particular, uh, they, they're motivated or engaged, as we often say, by something in particular. Uh, I think it's the best way and it's a great strength from a manager's point of view in order to ensure that they have a good collaboration and also they manage to get the, the best out of the people within their teams, right? Yes, 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 absolutely. And I think actually when you were saying that, you know what, what you made me think? The personality tests, and I know we keep talking about personality tests, that's not just about personality tests. We talk about work personalities more broadly. But I think personality tests do give you one, one, um, one reading of the person that you have in front of you. Yeah. I think that from a manager perspective, it's important that people like managers take this one step further. What I mean by that is it's important actually that you ask questions that are very specific to the workplace. The reason why I'm saying that is because the personality test might actually say, let's say that I'm, I'm an optimist, right? I'm an optimist, okay. brilliant. But what does this mean when it comes to work? Yeah. So I think it's really important um, to ask, to translate almost this into a one-to-one -one between manager um, and the employee, um, into what does this mean for the way you want to be recognized, the way you want to be rewarded, the way you want to be engaged, the way you want to be communicated. Mm -hmm. And maybe the optimist, let me change the, the, the example, but it could be that, for example, uh, someone who is um, who wants to be like the, the protagonist, right? Is the protagonist is one of the categories that we get in the 16 personalities. But what does this mean when it comes to work? Does this mean that they want to be recognized with a big shout out? Does this mean that they want to be recognized with a big fat bonus? Do you know what I mean? It's, it's important, I think, that the managers take this tool Mm. And, 
and go a bit deeper or go a bit farther. I don't know how you want to say it, deeper or uh, yeah, like yeah. kind of lateral move. But you ask, you as a manager, ask the right questions to understand how this gets translated in the workplace. No, it's, uh, I agree. It's very important. And you have, um, I, there's a few examples. Uh, I'll take the sim more simplistic example of introverts and extroverts. Again, a few years back, we didn't really know the difference. You didn't know, you didn't have the words that you were an extrovert or an introvert or what that meant. Um, or, and I don't know if this is relevant to that characteristic, but uh, maybe it's more to the protagonist or the uh, more attention-seeking uh, kind of personalities. Um, and the, it has happened to me where sometimes, you know, you celebrate someone's birthday and there is an expectation that you know some people want a big birthday. They want yeah. they want to make That's a really big, good example. Yeah, you don't forget them that you put yeah. something, you put an effort, and uh, they have that attention that they need on their day, their birthday. You know, and then you have some other people that would hate it, would uh, rather you know uh, disappear within the earth. Uh, rather than having a big shout out in front of a lot of people that it's their birthday and then having everyone's attention on them. And if you're one or the other and you don't, you might not realize that people are just different, you know, and for you it might be just Very natural true. to do either. Um, you know, and you can just not celebrate a birthday for someone who wanted it and will be sad, or uh, put them at the, uh, at, at the, the center of attention for mm -hmm. someone who doesn't want to. So I think this is a simple example just to give how, to show how important it is to know uh, other personalities, their expectations, what they need, so that, you know, you don't have these uh, communications and also you don't disappoint each other. You know what? That's an excellent. That's an excellent point, actually, and such a good example as well. I find, um, and it, go, it goes back to the first point we made in this part that it's, it's important to acknowledge that there are different personalities. And I say that out loud, and I sound as if I've conquered that um, learning, and I haven't because I still cannot imagine how people don't like to celebrate their birthdays. So yeah. it's a really good, for example, reminder for me as well. Um, as I'm moving into kind of managing teams and having people around me, that not everyone wants the things the way I do. So it's yes, same. Going back to the original, actually, point awareness of the difference. Even if you don't know that the, what this difference is, that is different. Yeah. Tell me something. Um, just to move us on to uh, while we're talking about awareness of other pers others' personalities. I'm sorry, I keep actually um, losing my um, my words. Um, how about actually using this as a recruitment tool? And how about actually using this in order to assess? I guess I will use the word assess because in recruitment you do kind of assess whether someone is good or bad for the, mm -hmm. for the team. How do you feel about actually using tools like that? Um, so, recruit people? before answering that, I think it's mm -hmm. important to see and to discuss about uh, what you want to achieve um, because there is a some teams or companies or uh, I guess um, uh, groups yeah that uh, want a homogeneous type of people mm. so let's say if you have those four personalities they might end up 
recruiting someone who is like that. So they will do this test in order to ensure that you are that personality. And what we see nowadays uh, more and more is that big element of diversity and how important it is and how important it is to have diversity in everything and anything that we do and particularly also in different personality types. So, and for me, the way I think uh, about it is that it's like a puzzle uh, or a chain if you want, but uh, a puzzle with different pieces that everyone comes and brings in something different on the table. So what's really great about having different personalities is, is that you have the person who likes the attention so you can put them forward in order to make the announcements and say, and then you have the person that who's more analytical and then you can uh, you know, rely on them on something that you, know, you need to make sure that it's uh, correct or it's um, very analytically thought through uh, and et cetera, et cetera. So how, having different personalities are the people that you you know you can rely whether you you know they're your peers or someone you manage because you know that also if you want to learn something about uh, something else that you're not very good part of your weaknesses you can rely on them whether it is to uh, be complementary to your weakness within the team or to learn from them in that so going to your your uh, recommendation on uh, should we use it as a recruitment tool? It really depends on how it's going to be used. Because any yes. tool, you know, if it's yes. wrongly used, then it's yes. not uh, so great. Yeah. If it's in order to find someone uh, who you're lacking, a gap, a skill that you, you know, a skill gap that you have currently within your team, maybe it's a great way to run a test. Uh, with people that you're recruiting in order to see whether they can bring that, that they can cover that void. However, um, again, uh, it, I'm not too sure we're there yet uh, for a lot of reasons. Uh, although we do see more and more psychometric tests, um, it's really rarely that people ask you to do a personality test, I think, uh, uh, for recruiting. They do it a lot once you've been recruited and uh, they're very popular. Uh, I think uh, most companies I've been in, they have asked me at some point to do such a test uh, with the team. And, uh, you know, it's great. It's uh, you learn more about yourself. Yeah, uh, yeah. Everyone enjoys them, to, to be fair. That's why uh, experience so far. That's, yes. Okay. That's an interesting that you have this experience because I, I think where I'm coming from, um, we, we were seeing a lot of psychometric tools being done as part of recruitment it was almost like a must for all recruitment actually strategies to have one yeah. but the interesting thing was that they were mainly targeted if i'm not mistaken at least this is my experience um to uh, to grads or interns or people actually in an entry level which i always found really interesting that it's almost as if personality test is valid only for when you're young and you're starting your career. After that, it doesn't matter that much. Or at least this is, I think, that sometimes the philosophy, which personally, I think it's probably, personally and professionally, I think it's the other way around. It's even more important how, what personality you bring into a team when you are even in a more senior position where you can affect 
when you can have a bigger impact, when you can affect the energy, when you can affect the culture, not that you cannot affect it when you're at an entry level, don't get me wrong, but because uh, obviously it's a different, you navigate the system differently yeah. when you're at an entry level versus when you're actually um, a bit more senior. So I find that interesting, isn't it? To kind of, you, you start with the entry level, but not with so much leadership team. I don't have, I haven't counted that. So it is, it sounds interesting to me now because actually I agree with you. I think uh, at the beginning I thought you said that it's only for new recruits, but you're saying it's only for younger people. So yeah, uh, it, you're right. Uh, if you are a new CEO, I guess you have uh, more <laughs> ways. You put your personality, talk. whatever that is, it's good. <laughs> But how interesting is it? Because I think when I think about actually personalities, I always actually think about them in a group, exactly as you said earlier, about either complement the group or shake yeah. things up a bit because they're yeah. all, all, let's say, one type and you want actually to bring a bit of disruption in the system. Mm. So I always feel that this tool would be even more powerful uh, in a um, leadership group environment where you have formed personalities right because usually at least because usually uh, they have had some experience in leading people and being in organizations so they've had some years um, of work so in a way it's a formed personality and how they interact with each other but also they interact with the people that they manage and this i find fascinating so i i think it's <laughs> Quite fascinating and even more exciting to do this to people who go on holidays together. <laughs> do you mean colleagues who go on holidays or friends? Just any group yeah. of people. That take it to a different level. Constance, I'm not sure I want to go on holidays with you if I am to go through such an assessment. <laughs> But I think, because it's different than one-to-one, -one, maybe, uh, but the group dynamics, um, yeah. so I'm using the example of holidays because we've all been there and uh, we've all experienced, you know, going out uh, uh, with a big group and suddenly these big personality traits come up, come out. <laughs> You have the one who's more the leader, the one who's more the organizer, the one who's more uh, the extrovert, or the one who's more, um, I don't know. Uh, and I think it's quite fascinating because you, I wish there was a, a, like a way to do a test before you go on this on your holidays with your friends, because there's a lot of interesting things that you can learn. But Taking it back uh, to work and <laughs> to more uh, professional examples, I think uh, looking at um, the leadership team, um, teams generally in a large corporations, I'm pretty sure that they do have tests. They do this um, kind of test in order to see who, uh, and they do a lot of coaching. Um, I believe so, like I see it more and more uh, in uh, high leadership roles how important it is for them to have that self-awareness and to build further their leadership uh, skills. I think uh, yeah. knowing about your personality is a key aspect for that. 
Yes, no, you're right. Actually, that is becoming more and more actually a thing. But um, uh, taking it back for a second, actually, to what you said about the holidays, what's important, what is interesting is that it goes back to your original point about it depends what the objective is, right? Even on holidays, what kind of holidays do you want to have so that you can see the mix of people that you need to bring together and how this combination will work? Is it actually a relaxed beach holiday? Is it actually a very fun and active one? Is it a let's go crazy and party all night? So I'm just taking this analogy because it goes throughout everything in life and in work, right? Yeah. So it's very much around what you want to achieve. And you mentioned that earlier, what do you want to, to, to achieve? What does success look like? Is it actually that you have a group or a leadership team that has a lot of, let's say, innovators? Brilliant, yeah, but not everyone can innovate. And if we have like 10 people innovating, then someone, someone needs to also keep the ship going, right? We cannot just actually have great mm -hmm. ideas and no business as usual, for example. And it sounds really simplistic as an example, but just to make the point. Um, so I think it's important to identify what it is that you want, not to know what you need to bring together. Right. Agreed. Very well said. <laughs> Thanks for that acknowledgement. So, so I think um, we go back to what we uh, previously said, like mm -hmm. in order to bring people together, bring things together, you need to communicate. You need to have the, the tool, the best tool to communicate. So again, I think uh, those different, knowing about the different personality types is a great way to communicate with each other. And, uh, mm. uh, and, and that's why I think it's sometimes it might be even more interesting or more important to know about the other personality types than it is about yourself. Because if, for instance, um, you're talking to someone who has a sequential thinking and then you're someone who has an abstract thinking uh, you they will probably think that you make no sense and you mm -hmm. might think that they're very simplistic in their way of thinking or something mm -hmm. um, and both of you just think that the other person is wrong or they don't understand mm -hmm. you so it's great for you to know yourself but it's also great to know about uh, others and how others think and to reach out and to say, okay, maybe the way I communicated this wasn't very clear, so maybe I should try another way. Or you can say, okay, I know this person uh, has uh, this kind of approach or is this type of personality, so let me try and uh, talk uh, in a different manner. Yes, and this is actually, uh, this is really impactful, especially in any environment but especially when you want to convey a message whatever this message is to an yeah. audience this could be a stakeholder meeting or a stakeholder presentation or a shareholder or whatever this is that you need to get buy-in you need to engage with people you need to, to 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 get your message across this is such a powerful powerful tool isn't it because you you may want to have the same the same point said in a couple of different ways in order to hit the right audiences. I guess you as a marketeer, you, so you know really much better than I do the power of audiences uh, and um, um, how different needs different audiences actually um, have. I think I might have lost you. Um, Wanting to say, on top, uh, building on what you said, because I think it's really interesting. You said that 
who you're talking to, knowing who you're talking to, the audience. And the audience is very, very important in delivering a message. Mm. And I actually said that you as a marketeer, you know, audience is better than definitely me and a lot of us. So that was exactly what I was saying when, when we lost you. I don't know if uh, I know audience is better, but maybe I have an obsession over this personality class <laughs> because we, uh, marketers were so used to putting people mm. in uh, different demographics. And mm. um, it makes it easier for us maybe to understand and to deliver our, our message to make it as relevant as possible. Mm. So in that particular example, I would say, I will give two examples. One is you have an important presentation or you're going for an interview. So obviously before going for an interview, you cannot tell the interviewer, do you mind doing a <laughs> the test? Just two minutes, just two minutes if you don't mind. <laughs> Yes, so I can prepare myself better. No, you cannot do that. But what you usually do, you look that uh, look that person up on LinkedIn. Uh, if you know someone who works in that company, you'll ask a little bit about them. Uh, so they will give you bits and pieces about their personality that will make you uh, create a persona, who they are. Are they someone who's more analytical? Are they someone who's more, more uh, emotional? Is it someone who... Um, and, uh, likes to talk about things that are non-work uh, related. You try to see little leads of information that you have in order to try to make your message as relevant. So, and I think the more you build uh, an understanding of the different personas, whatever type of personas you use, um, you like with any language. You start with an alphabet, then you start creating words, then you start creating sentences, then uh, you know you can construct uh, essays uh, or even write a book. I think in a similar way, once you start building a stronger understanding of those personalities or what these uh, different type of personalities are, it's easier for you to identify them. So it's easier for you to say, oh, this person said that, so maybe they're like that, so I should be careful, I should adjust my speech to this type of personality. So are you and, saying uh, we are, we're training ourselves, is this what you yes, mean? Yes, I think okay. so. Mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. so. And uh, similarly to a presentation, so I think presentation is always a tricky one uh, because a presentation usually has a lot of people, otherwise it wouldn't be called mm. a presentation, right? Um, and uh, yet, it's that one or two people in the room that usually you sometimes you send a message to. Mm. So there might be a lot of people in the room, uh, but it might be that um, you're very targeted. So in that case, if it is the case, which is not always the case, and it shouldn't really be always the case, but if it is that case and you know based on that personality, um, I should uh, be more analytical or I should mm. uh, say a story here or should mm. uh, um, develop or adapt my speech and my message to that personality in yes. order to make it as strong and as relevant as possible. Or do a bit of well, a bit of everything, as in in good measure, but do a bit of everything so you can catch them at different points possibly, right? This could be also another way to say it. That's a, a discussion for another 
time. Um, <laughs> how do you do good pres good presentations? How do you do good presentations? And what does an audience or presentation um, consist of? Um, in the last um, few minutes that we have, um, I just want to ask you. So after everything we've discussed and uh, all the different kind of turns that we took, are there good and bad personalities? Are there people actually that you would never want in your um, in your team or people that you would absolutely love in your team? I think a lot of times we find that we cannot stand people who look a lot like us, right? Oh, interesting. <laughs> like, yes. uh, I think a lot of times you find a uh, characteristic in a person that you know, you know, it might annoy you and you don't know why, and you might end up realizing that actually it's something that um, you might also possess. Uh, so why I'm saying that is that it doesn't mean that you have to only hang out with people from your personality group or, you know, like only you kind of uh, people, only protagonists can hang out with each other and get each other. Uh, it's a lot of times that you do need to you, you do need to rely on other people that don't have the skills. Uh, you gave a very good example before. If everyone was an innovator, uh, no one would end up doing things, and uh, they would just think and have ideas in order to innovate. Mm. So, I think it's uh, very. Uh, there isn't a, to answer no. There isn't a good or bad, and there isn't uh, one that I think you you can only hang out with and your type is not the best and it's not the only one that you should be surrounded with and uh, vice versa there isn't the type that you know you should avoid by any <laughs> chance i think it's that's not the point of uh, those personality tests or it's generally understanding different personality types i think it's uh, again a communication tool it's um those different um keys that you're given in order to unlock a better way of cooperation collaboration and uh, just uh, learning how to work with each other yes and maximize that although again sorry i just want to take it actually to inject some realism that we make it actually sound so so beautiful and so inspiring but um diversity and especially with um personalities that may clash it's not an easy task it can feel exhausting it can feel difficult it can feel frustrating it can feel a lot of things and um, i think it's a matter of seeing the good that this combination actually can create and let this good kind of give you the energy and the courage to keep going even when actually the match may not click or may not feel natural in the beginning right so i think what you're saying is that if you're in a group with different personalities where well, you do end up having those clashes because they might be normal because you know um there is this saying that you cannot teach um a fish how to fly uh, or climb a tree or something um oh, i didn't know that expression i, I thought yeah. you would say the the old dog no it's i think it's uh Albert Einstein quote, so I'm just oh. uh, saying it to sound clever. Uh, yeah. go. <laughs> Clearly, I didn't get it. Yeah, cool. Thanks, so, Which I think it's very relevant because uh, basically the example is that they're very different uh, and they're supposed to do 
two different things and you cannot judge how clever they are by because they cannot do what you can and yes and i, I think in, in your example is that you have a lot of people who might feel that there is frustration because this other, this other type of personality is just not getting it is they're just not doing what they should be doing and it's just really frustrating and that can create this kind of clashes so it's worth spending more time in self-awareness first mm -hmm. and then awareness of the different personality types that you work with in order to build a better collaboration and that's time worth spending in because it will help in future yes collaborations in better communications and avoiding clashes and even yes. if you don't avoid clashes because clashes always happen you have the tools to go back you have to, the tools to remind yourself why this happened because in the heat of moment we know a lot of things happen yes and you don't waste energy wondering why at least you can channel the energy to what you just actually said well, let's close with that, actually, because that was a really positive way of uh, thinking. I, I, I felt actually I was the one dragging you to the kind of, yes, but it's not always easy. And you were the one actually pushing me to like, no, but it's worth it. It's more, it's constructive, it's positive, um, which, is, which is brilliant. I also and, want to share yeah. about the personality test uh, online, yes. one that we both really liked. Yes, please we, we do. We did our homework because we... Yeah. We did it again, like we had done it a few years back and we checked again our personality. It's 16 uh, personality. I was hoping you would say it, so. Ah, sorry, 16 uh, personality types. That's how it's called, isn't it? <laughs> 16 yes. personality types dot. I think org. Org dot. But can we can we give one more shout out for the quiz that we, that you found and we loved because it was really unique and really interesting and really different. It, it was sent to me by a friend, actually. So ah, okay. a shout out to Panitina, who shared it with oh, us. Panitina. Um, yeah. Which is from uh, School of Life. School of Life, which we abso I absolutely love. Absolutely love. Yes, School of Life. It was amazing. I don't remember. It's called, I mean, I'm sure people actually can find it if they go online on School of Life. Do you remember how you went, how you got there? Uh, no, but then um, it's a good reminder for us to make sure that we have those links ready because I think they're We can great. send the links. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, we can share them. We can share them anyway when we upload the video uh, or podcast. Great. Well, thank you so much for um, this great conversation. Time flew by and didn't even, I mean, you, 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 you managed actually to make me focus so much on our conversation that the, the Monday mood is gone. I'm already, now, I'm already now in a completely different vibe. So thank you. That's amazing. It was great uh, to see you, to talk to you and um, more food for thought for sure. Yes.